0: Love,
1: Hope, Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to creating a championship standard of living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Well, people, today is Saturday, July seventeenth, two thousand ten, and I am calling you today from Atlanta, Georgia. And let me tell you, it, today it started off really sunny, but all of a sudden it's like the heavens opened up and just rain came from everywhere. But it's drying up now, but it's a much needed uh, break from what we were going through. It was it was so hot down here, people. I I couldn't even begin to tell you how hot it's been in, in Atlanta the last couple of weeks, last couple of months actually. But so we needed this rain. But I just want to thank you, each and every one of you, for showing up today, being a part of, of of this show, creating a championship standard living. And I want you to know I don't take you for granted. I love each and every one of you. I appreciate you for taking the time. To come back to the show each and every week. We've been together now for a year and a half. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited about this assignment. I'm so thankful that God chose me to be a, a resource of motivational and inspirational resources for you. So do this for me. I want to know how I'm doing. I want to continue to improve this show so that we're serving you purpose you know properly. Because guess what? If you're not being fed properly, I'm not doing my job, and that means I'm here in vain, and I don't want to do that. And I know you don't want me to do that either. So do this. Reach out to me. Let me know how we're doing. Leave me comments on the Blog Talk Radio site. You can leave um, comments at blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also leave me uh, comments on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Miller. I even still check my MySpace page. You can leave me comments at MySpace.com slash Miles W. Miller. And also, I'm an avid, avid Twitterer. I I send tweets, I retweet everything that, that's good. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash miles w Miller. Also, guess what? You can call you can call me, you can email me. You can email me at miles at gmail or you can leave me a message at my office six four excuse me, six seven eight 3899542. I look forward to hearing all your comments, your 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 likes, your dislikes, things you want to see more of. But before we go any further with this show. Before we go any further with this show, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, I'm so excited tonight. We uh, we're finishing up our series of uh, The School of Architecture. And we're actually in part three tonight. The part three is going to be the outer structure, the beauty of the outer structure. So we're going to – I got a dynamic guest waiting in the wings, too, that's going to share some insight with you about just how to improve the outer structure. I am just – again, I'm just so excited to be here. And I get – I'm – look. I get to come here each week and and talk to you guys. This is wonderful stuff for me. So, look, let me do this. I'm going to send you into an inspirational song, and then I'll be right back.
0: I've never seen, minds have never dreamed, thoughts have never conjured up, man tries to tear it up. I messed it up. Find eyes, I opened up world oh, <laughs> and they say that to me
1: Hello, and we're back. That was The Anointing by Jay Moss. as you know, one of my favorite songs. I li- love playing that song because I like the, the atmosphere that it sets for the show. So as we're moving forward in the show, I-, I want you to know something. Each and every one of you, your dreams are important, and I want you to-, to get in your mind right now as we're moving forward. Get in your mind what it is you want to see your life look like. Tonight we're talking about the outer structure or we're talking about the beauty of, of what your life could look like from the outside. I want you to get in your mind as we're moving forward as we get as we're moving forward in the show. I want you to get in your mind what you want your life to look like. What you want your what you expect your life to look like. I want you to keep it in your mind as we're moving forward because you're going to get some nuggets, you're going to get some tips on how to activate that thing. How we go, how we you know, this month we're we're talking about building the championship standard of living. So in the school of architecture, we're we're creating and building the life of your dreams. So Get in your mind now. What is it that your life should look like? I want you to hold that thought dominant in your mind as we're as we're talking because I I guarantee you tonight you're going to hear something that's going to set you in the direction of the things you want. So moving forward in the show, you know I'm going to give you our divine intervention and our presidential wisdom for the week. I'm excited about this. You know, like I said, we're talking about beauty this week, and we're talking about you know things that can um, Things that you can do to improve the the outer structure, or to improve the the beauty of and the landscape of of your your structure, your your life. And one thing that I, I I really enjoy doing is encouraging people to go after everything that they know is theirs, regardless of what people say, regardless of what people think. I I am honored to be in a position to encourage you to. You know, by my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up, don't ever quit in your dreams. Your dreams, let me tell you this again, your dreams, the life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. I want you to hear it again. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. So I want I want to plant that seed in your spirit now as we're moving forward in the show. The life of your dreams is wonderful, and you deserve it. I want you to to start focusing your mind on the things you want and less time on the things you don't want. So this week's Divine Intervention, you know, I give you a a quote, excuse me, a scripture from the Bible each week. Uh, This week's Divine Intervention comes from Psalm 27, verse 4, and I'm reading it to you from the New King James Version of the Bible. And it states, one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after. That I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I'll repeat that. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. I'll repeat that for you one more time. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. As you know, today we're talking about the outer structure or the the beauty of the outer structure. Each and every one of us is is a temple for the indwelling of, of God's Holy Spirit. And as as we're sitting here and we're meditating on the things we want our lives to look like, remember that one of my favorite scriptures I always give you, Proverbs sixteen and nine. For the heart of man devises his plan, devises a plan, but it's God that orders his steps. It's okay to dwell on things that are beautiful. It's okay to think about things that are that are that are wonderful, because these are things that God created these are things that that God put in this universe for us to enjoy. And I put it to you like this. When you seek him first, you seek God first, his and his kingdom and his righteousness first. Those things that are those beautiful things that you that you just put your mind on, those things become byproducts of that relationship. So above everything that we, that we talk about, I want to definitely drive home this point that even myself, even how I present this show to you, I seek God for this show. I'm telling you to do the same thing in, in your life. Seek, seek the beauty of God first in everything. And watch how, how things change in your life, that you'll start seeing and experiencing the championship standard of living on every level. As you put God first in every area of your life. So that's 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 our divine intervention for this week. I want to give you also a presidential wisdom. Uh, you know, each week I give you a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's presidential wisdom is something you've heard before, but it's something that's definitely good to hear again. And it states If you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. I'll say that again. If you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. If you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. And that's our presidentialism from our 44th president, President Barack Obama, and people... I'm just excited again to be here with you. I want to do this. I want to take you to a motivational moment, and then I'll be right back. First thing that success is going to cost you, it's going to cost you your mind. Success will cost you your mind. And when I say successful cost of your mind, I mean that if you're somewhere right now and you you didn't really want to be there, and you didn't really know, you don't really know how you got there. Guess what? The mindset that got you there can't get you out of there. I have a, a quote I love saying to my clients and 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 women doing my speeches, is that the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. First and foremost, the reason why the mind created the problem is not qualified to solve it because th- that mind is stuck in that environment that is perpetuating the things you don't want. So, we, you know, I, I'm a firm believer. Uh, I stand on Romans 12. In the beginning of Romans 12, it, it says, Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I even go as far as this. I, I tell people... You know, it sometimes it's okay to lose your mind. If your mind has got has gotten you in a place where you can't, <laughs> where you you're not being successful, you're not being able to live a full life, then you have to lose that mind and get it renewed. Get the mind, get the mind of Christ. That you know, a mind, a mind with a mindset to thrive and be great. Hello, and we're back. That is a motivational moment from one of our previous times together, and I just wanted to give you that adrenaline shot of motivation real quick. I, I want to piggyback off what, what was just mentioned in that motivational moment. And you heard me say in there that if the mind that created a problem, if you're, if you're dealing with the mindset that created a problem, that mindset is not qualified to change it. Also going and saying that sometimes it's okay to lose your mind, and what I want to I want to address that I, when I say lose your mind, I mean not go crazy, <laughs> not go insane, but to to lose the thought patterns that have not taken you where you want to go, and, and which have actually taken you astray. I, my goal with everything we're doing here, my goal is to encourage you to move forward in the direction of your dreams. And there is a certain set of thoughts that will do that, time and time again. You don't have to be a believer to, for them to work. They work. These are universal principles. They work regardless of who executes them. So what I want you to do is this: I want you to get a pen and paper because I'm getting ready to to give you some dynamic notes before we bring our, our dynamic speaker on. Um, I want you to know this. I'm gonna do a recap of what we've studied so far. You know, part one of the school of architecture we we studied the foundation in which case i uh according to uh research i did on wikipedia about architecture i told you about um a roman architect named vitruvius vitruvius was at that time a father of architecture and one thing vitruvius said and he uh he operated by a principle he operated by was that a good building or in our case a championship standard of living or a, a quality life should satisfy three principles, and I'm going to I'm going to do this again. It should satisfy these three principles: firmitatis, utilitatis, and venustatis, which translates from Latin into English as durability, utility, and beauty. Durability means meaning that this building, a good building, should stand up robustly and remain in good condition. Regardless of what comes up against it, no, no matter what type of elements it has to endure, no matter what type, no matter how long it's standing, it should be able to endure. Second thing, utility. It should be useful and function well for all people using it. So your life and the, the quality of life should be functioning. It should be, it should be useful. You shouldn't have anything around you that's not working. Everything should work properly. And thirdly, beauty. It should delight people and raise their spirits. How much more? That you ask for there Your life When people come in contact with you Your life should raise their spirits Your life should delight people Not only the people that come around you But even yourself So that was the foundation that we've been building on And in in creating a championship standard of living And building that actual Actually building that championship standard of living Part two last week We talked about the infrastructure You know in order for a building To stand tall First and foremost the foundation must be laid properly and again, you know, we talked, we we spoke, and we talked about the fact that a building, for instance, a one-story building, doesn't have the same foundation that a skyscraper has. A skyscraper must have a deeper, wider, fuller foundation than a one-story building would. Most of us are skyscrapers, so the process to build a foundation takes a little bit longer than it does for a one-story building. So, after you have a, a an adequate foundation, you have to have an adequate infrastructure. And I define an infrastructure, or I'll, I'll let you guys know that in building a championship standard of living for ourselves, a healthy and sturdy infrastructure must be in place. Then I define the word infrastructure as this. An infrastructure is a framework of supporting parts that unite together to hold things sturdy. i repeat that. An infrastructure is a framework of supporting parts that unite together to hold things sturdy. Then I gave you five principles for in- infrastructural integrity. They are spiritual connectivity, physical fitness, emotional stability, mental health, and financial wholeness. Those areas work together; they link together to build the infrastructure order the the things that aren't seen there's like the, 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 like your skeletal system you don't see your bones but you know that your bones are there because you have form and you have shape and when you walk you you know your your body's upright so even though you may not some of these things you can't see you can see the results of them being in, in order so tonight we're going to talk about the outer structure the outer structure or the facade or the things that go in place to make sure that you know your the outside of the house looks good. Outside the building, it looks good also. So we still still on the same foundation of durability, utility, and beauty, still working with the framework of spiritual connectivity, physical fitness, emotional stability, mental health, and financial wholeness. Now, there's something I want to show you. In building an awesome outer structure, I'm going to go back to the motivational moment that we just shared. The mind, if the mind that you're operating created a problem and has placed you inside of a problem, that mind is not qualified to build you out of it. You have to get a mind renewal. you got to get a mind transfer. So I'm going to show you how to operate in the mind that builds a beautiful outer structure. Now, in order to build a beautiful outer structure, guess what? Again, the foundation must be properly laid, and the infrastructure must be in place. Now, you got those things. I am going to show you how to build a beautiful outer structure. And it's not what you think. Okay? So, what is a mind? Everybody has a mind, right? A mind is like a how I put it it's like a software uh, it's like software for a computer inside every every mind has certain parameters that when you run that mine when you run that software that those parameters are going to produce the identical output every time you run it so if you're typing a letter in Microsoft Word for instance if you're typing a letter the letter a is always going to be the letter a the processes that are running are always going to see the letter A as letter A, unless something gets corrupted. So in order, in order to, to, to actually have thoughts, to speak words, anything like that, there has to be a mind in place. But guess what? A mind can't be in place without a body. Okay? So you have a person being a body, that possesses and operates a mind. You have a mind that processes thoughts. Thoughts conceive words. Words, once spoken, manifest. So I'm going to walk you back up there. So everything you see came from a spoken word that was once conceived as a thought, that was once processed in somebody's mind, from a being who possessed that mind So what am I saying I'm saying that the, li- the very lifestyle That you want The very lifestyle that you so desire You have the ability To speak it into existence We know the power of life and death is in the tongue We also know that, that you In Job 28 That you shall decree a thing and it shall be established You actually have the very Power in your mouth Right now to create the very Outer structure that you want for your, your life to look like. This goes back to our visualization drill. This goes back to everything that we talk about. Inside of you is, is a dynamic power. Inside of you is a dynamic power. You possess a mind that is capable of building bridges and tearing them down. Now, the question is, what do you want? What, how, how do you keep a mind? How do you keep a mind set? that keeps you always going towards the direction of your goals and not away from them? I'm glad you asked me that question. Here's how you do it. Now, Scripture tells us, um, the Apostle Paul told uh, told, told, uh, uh, the church that he ministered to, that to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So what am I saying? I'm saying you have to get your mind focused on that which created you. See, we were created in his likeness and image. Therefore, in order to, to get the, the, those results that we know are ours, we have to operate that same mind. We have to operate from that same mindset. It's our birthright. It's like this, You know, I, I tell you the, the analogy all the time of a Ford Motor Company car and a GM car. You can take a Ford Motor Company car to a a General Motors dealership and get it serviced. The General Motors dealership is probably going to have to call the Ford Company to get specs for the car to do the the necessary work. But how much simpler is it just to take the car back to a Ford dealership who already knows the car? The same is true about us. We're creating the likeness and image of God. So in order to get the the, the, the desired results from our lives, we have to go back and connect spiritually to the source which created us. That is one of the principles that operates out of the mind of Christ. So, the mind of Christ operates towards everything that that is that says that we are who God says we are. That we are created in His likeness and image, which means we have dominion on this earth. Which means that we also know that the name I am is also a name of God, but God also leases the name I am to us. So when people ask you who you are, you or well, I say, I am Miles W. Miller. Guess what? Every time you say I am, which is one of the highest, which is the highest state of being, I am, you're, you're releasing the power of God. So the mind of Christ allows you to operate in your, your natural creative state. So you, you meditate on the thoughts that are in your mind. And the thoughts you meditate on your mind conceive the words that you speak. So if I'm thinking, I am successful, I am healthy, I am strong, guess what happens? I conceived it. Now I can speak it out. I, I am healthy. I am strong. I am wealthy. Guess what happens now? If I decree a thing, it shall be established. So the words that are coming out of my mouth, which we know that the power of life and death is in the tongue, the words that are coming out of my mouth mouth, create the lifestyle that I want. Now the goal is to get you to understand this. Speak only those things you want. Stop speaking things that you don't want. Stop creating stuff in, in, in your life that you don't want. Stop telling people stuff is killing you because it's not killing you, unless you unless you continue to speak it out. You have to you have to you have to speak things in congruence with what it is you truly want versus things you don't want. So today I want to do I wanted to give you that bit of a of, of a lesson before I took you into the visualization segment because with this visual visualization segment I really want you to get this. This is dynamite stuff, people. This is phenomenal stuff. This is awesome stuff. I want you to get this because guess what? Every time we do the visualization segment, you're getting an opportunity to really delve into what it is you want. See, everything that you see happens twice, first spiritually, then naturally. But you can't birth anything naturally until, you, until it happens spiritually. So I'm taking you on a, on a, a, a just a great journey here. To create the life you want. Now, what I want everybody to do is, if you can hear my voice right now, what I want you to do is, I want you to calm, become real calm. I want you to forget about anything anybody may have said about you, anything anybody may have done to you, any mistakes you may make. I want you just to, just to chill out for a minute. I want you to relax. If you can hear my voice, I want you just to relax. And now, again, I throw out a disclaimer: if you are driving and operating a motor vehicle right now, do not. I repeat, do not close your eyes and relax while we're talking. I want you to pull off to the side, go to that Waffle House, go to that Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle, but don't do this while we're driving, while you're driving, because I, I I'm not going to be held accountable for that. <laughs> so what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes once you're in a safe place. I want you to close your eyes. And before you do anything, this is what I want you to do, the first thing I want you to do. I want you to think about anything that you may not have done right i want you to forgive yourself of it and i want you to forgive anybody else attached to it you know you you can you you're not i don't hear you so you can forgive a person you can speak it out loud see i i'm i'm teaching your principle here forgive yourself Forgive anybody else that's involved in anything that may have caused you any pain, any grief that may have set you back. Forgive them. And now the principle we're operating here is this. It's First John 1 and 9. If you can confess things that you may have not done right, then God is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. When you forgive your neighbor, God, that, that's that's something that God loves. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So anything that brings God joy brings you strength. So you're you just you're putting octane in the fuel of of your dream realization right now. I don't, want you, I don't care what they did. I don't care what happened. Forgive them. I don't care what you did. Forgive yourself. Admit it. Just admit it. Just say, you know what? I I sin. I'm falling short of glory. Now I'm moving forward. Because your dreams are important people Listen to me very carefully Your dreams are so important We need each and every one of you to, be, to realize your dreams We need each and every one of you Because everybody that's on this earth right now If you are alive right now You are here for a purpose Your life has value Your life has meaning You are not a mistake I don't care how you were conceived I don't care how you got to this earth You had to come through this earth through a woman And you were born of a woman Alive Even if it had to come through a peace tree Peace tree is You are still valid, which makes your dreams valid, which makes your visions valid. Remember I, you know the quote I gave you at the beginning, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. After you've forgiven anybody of anything that they may have done, I want you to, to just say that to yourself a couple of times. Say it say say about five times. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. Now here's what I want you to do. We got our eyes closed. What I want you to do is this. I want you to think about something that's beautiful. Think about something that you already have accepted as beautiful. For me personally, you know, I, each week I tell you that I am a fan of the Rolls Royce Ghost. I absolutely admire that car. I don't love it, but I, I admire it. I like it and I and I even see myself having a fleet of Rose Race Ghosts. That's irregardless of what anybody tells me I can have or cannot have. I, I like it. And I decided I, that I will have I will have a fleet of Rolls Race ghosts. And they're beautiful. They're, they're dynamic cars. Let me tell you more about that, reason why I consider them to be beautiful cars, not because of the price tag. The price tag is a byproduct for what goes into the vehicle. The process that a Rolls-Royce goes through is absolutely tremendous. First and foremost, each of those vehicles is built by hand, by hand, the, the, down to the wood grain. Everything is done by hand. The car is inspected rigorously before it leaves the the factory and also on top of that there's a each car has a signature of the person who actually built it so if something ever goes wrong that car goes back to the very person who handled it that tells me in itself that somebody was able to put their heart and soul into something and that is a beautiful thing at that point but not only that the process that it goes through, it makes it different than a Buick. There's a major difference between a Buick and a Rolls Royce. Now I don't 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 knock the Buick. The Buick is a beautiful car. But the process that a Rolls Royce goes through is even more intense. It's like a diamond. A a, a diamond is just coal until it, until there's pressure applied to it, and we wouldn't see the 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 more extrinsic beauty of it unless that pressure was applied. So what I'm, what I'm saying is this. The value of that thing you're dreaming about, that thing that you see, is even more valuable because of the process that you're you're having to go through to get it. That's why visualization is so powerful. Visualization is that is that pressure that polishes the diamond. That polishes that coal until it, until you can see the diamond. Visualization is that process that, that that makes sure that the wood grain is in order and that rose race goes. Visualization is the process that helps you to to align what it is you truly want and to remove the things you really don't want. Your imagination is so powerful. So I want you to continue to hold on to a picture of something that you you deem beautiful. It could be a spouse. It could be a child. It could be a, a kid and a puppy. Whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you think is beautiful, I want you to hold on to it. And now that you've conceived an image of beauty, I want you to do this. I want you to see yourself in an IMAX movie theater. And as you're sitting in the theater and the projector's starting to roll, what's coming on the screen is your ideal life. And I want you to see yourself enjoying your life. I want you to see yourself enjoying beautiful things happening in your life. Whatever it is that you really want, I want you to see it on that screen. I want you to sit there and see it on that screen. I want you to see the vivid colors. If it's to travel to an exotic place, I want you to see yourself traveling to that place. I want you to see yourself walking on that exotic beach with those exotic birds flying in there and those exotic fish swimming in the ocean. If it's to, to get a new home, a new debt free home, I want you to see yourself walking through the, the that home. I want you to see yourself walking through the kitchen. I want you to see yourself walking through the bedrooms. I want you to see yourself enjoying that home. If it's a new if it's a spouse. And like I, again, throw the disclaimer, not somebody else's spouse, but the spouse that God has for you. If it's a spouse, I want you to see yourself walking hand in hand with that spouse. If Whatever the case may be, whatever your ideal life is, I want you to see it. This is irregardless of the price. This is irregardless of what people have to say about it. This is what you want. I want you to just stay locked on that. I want you to embrace the emotions. I want you to feel the emotion that this picture brings of seeing yourself enjoying your life. And now that you have that picture and you're feeling those feelings and you've already Embrace the fact that you can conceive beauty. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to affirm what you're seeing. I want you to repeat after me. Say, I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, remember this. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't let anybody tell you what you cannot have. Don't let anybody take what you know is yours away from you. I want you to hold on to this picture. I want you to hold on to this picture until it becomes real, until you see it manifest. This is I gave you the the blueprint today of how to how to make the outer structure how to make the outer beauty appear. And I want you to, to walk in it. People, you know, each time I do this show, I, I am absolutely honored. I get to interview some of the most phenomenal people in the world. And I, you know, I know I use the word phenomenal a lot, but it, it, it fits for this show. I have waiting in the wings tonight, uh, just, wow. I can't even begin to describe her. She is a, um. <laughs> she, she, this, our guest is is just I'm like at a loss for words trying to describe her. She's I have to I have to let her borrow my tag. She's phenomenal. She's a uh, she's a, a minister. She's a a wife. She's a mother. She's a model. She's an actress. She's an author. And just let me tell you this: when you hear her story about the things she's had to overcome to be the person that she is today, to be a beacon of beauty that she is today. You're going to understand why the school of architecture is so important to what it is you're doing so without further ado i want to bring on our our guests for tonight um all the way from philadelphia philadelphia pennsylvania none other than our um featured guest tonight minister janelle thompson
0: janelle Hello. are you there
2: yes i'm here
1: hi hi
2: how are you
1: i'm absolutely phenomenal Oh my
2: gosh, you like hyped me up. I hope I, you know, live up to everything you
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I know you got it. <laughs> so, uh, Janelle, tell, it's, a, it's uh, an honor
2: to be on the show tonight. Thank you, you know, for inviting me to be a guest on. I'm just truly excited about what that to tonight.
1: I am again, like I said, we're honored to have you here because I know that there's something that you that you're going to say tonight that somebody's going to hear and it's gonna it's gonna be the very thing that that pushes them in the direction of their dreams. I, I know it's going to be some great stuff to have happen.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I'm just excited. I'm ready
1: to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to get right into it. I got a question. This is what I want to really let the people hear first from you.
0: Okay.
1: As a model and as an actress, you're always in the public eye. How how much does your confidence play a role in your self-image? It
2: plays um, a major part as well. As far as being a model, I know um, maybe you and some of the listeners are seen American Next Top Model, and you've seen when they go to um, to judging to panels and, like, the different critiques that they receive, you have to have a serious amount of self-confidence in order to receive some of the things they say. You know, sometimes they may say, oh, you know, you're, you're getting fat, and you look at the person, they're like, but they're, like, this skinny, so, you know, it's like some of the some of the criticism and the critique, you have to be really, really strong to receive that, and you can't let it beat you down. You have to be confident in knowing who you are, especially in knowing who you are in God.
1: Right. So, and, and, and understanding this, what what else goes into presenting your best image to the world?
2: Um, for me, it's just being confident without being cocky or arrogant. Um, walking with my head high, knowing. Like I said before, who's I am, I'm created in the image of God, and He made me phenomenal, if I can borrow your term. But He so so how however anyone else perceives me, it doesn't matter because I know how God sees. Me. So that's what the, that's what's the most important thing.
1: To me. Right, and in in presenting yourself your best image to the world, like I was telling people in the visualization, saying it regards what people have to say or what people think. What is a, a a tip you can give a, a, a young? It's a young lady out here who's probably going to hear this show right now. What is one tip you can give a, a young lady who's who may be dealing with, you know, self esteem issues? Who may be dealing with? Okay, I don't know if I'm pretty enough. I don't know if I'm skinny enough. What can you tell her right now that would that would really encourage her to stand tall and be a beacon of beauty like yourself?
2: She has to believe it for herself, and I have, one of the things that I dealt with was I felt that I wasn't pretty enough or I was ugly. And people would always say, oh, my God, what are you talking about? You're so beautiful. So it's like you, you, you kind of have to see for yourself what everyone's talking about. So just, you know, like one of the, the scriptures that I live by, was um, Psalm 139, I believe it's 14, you know, I am fearfully and wonderfully made By God, I'm paraphrasing, but you understand what I'm saying. So it's like what I did was every day in the mirror I stood there, And I said that to myself, and I found positive quotes, and I said them back to myself. So I, like, looked in the mirror and looked myself right in the eye, and I said all of these positive things. You are beautiful. God made you so wonderful. And I just would say this every day. I even had, like, little Post-it notes on the mirrors, anywhere I would go, and whenever I would see it, I would say it. But it was was mainly to the mirror so that when I said it, I would look at myself, and then I would begin to. Feel it. So that's something that I would suggest that someone who's dealing with, um, you know, low self-esteem or just feeling that she's not pretty enough or whatever, you are you are beautiful. So just you know, we know that's no one but the devil trying to keep you down. So you are beautiful because you are made by God. But that's something that I would suggest that any young person, not even a not even just a female, even young men, you know, battle with that. So I would just you know tell them to write down scriptures, find positive quotes about being beautiful, being handsome, stick it to the mirror, say it every time, you know, you, you walk past the mirror and just until you truly start to believe it and be confident.
1: Right. So, Minister Janelle, what are some of the things you've had to overcome in in in, in being who you are today as a model, wow. as an actress?
2: Well wow, wait you said, How much time do we have?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, but like like I mentioned before I had to overcome the the low self esteem and even in that, I battled with eating disorders. Oh wow. So yeah, so it was it was it was tough because you know, I had all these people telling me the positive, but yet I felt the negative. So oh. I would, you know yeah I always you know looked in the mirror and I was like what you're so ugly what's wrong you're fat and you know, and so then that you know started to get into me and I was like okay, you know what well I'm fat so I gotta start you know throwing up after I eat or I gotta start starving myself. So it just, you know, was like a vicious cycle for actually twelve years. Oh wow. Yeah. And and it was just there were some times I was able to hide it but other times it was exposed. But once it was exposed it really didn't I really didn't get the help that I needed. I got the help for other people and you know, I still continued in the cycle of eating displayed.
1: Wow. So how were you able to, to to finally overcome the eating disorder?
2: Well, um, when I met my husband at the time, uh, he wasn't my husband yet, but you know my husband now, Pastor Stephen Thompson. He just he said to me that, and I I will never forget this. He's like, you have, you know, he was like, you're wasted potential. You are, you have so much inside of you, and he knew what I was, you know, battling with eating disorders, and he worked with me, and you know, he gave me scriptures about you know my confidence and everything, and he. He monitored me, but he did as far as, like, when, when I ate. So, okay. like, you know, if we would, like, eat together, he knew as soon as I finished eating, I would go, excuse myself, to go to the bathroom. So what he would do is he would, like, distract so that, you know, I would not have the time. So he just kind of, he worked with me, and, you know, we talked, and he, you know, he ministered to me about that, and it, it, it did take some time, you know, but praise be to God, I, you know, I overcame
1: it. Right. The right. So it's obvious that, you know, you were able to connect with a man of God yes. and and that God was able to minister to you through, through this dynamic man. So how important is it, is your relationship with God in all that you do? Ooh,
2: my relationship with God is, like, the most important thing um, because it's, it's it's because of him that I'm here today, right. and not just you know not just waking up in the morning here. There are so many things in my past that I should have been dead.
1: Right.
2: You know. So once I came to that realization and, and understanding that it was God who saved me, it wasn't. Oh wow, I'm just lucky. No, you're not lucky. It was God saving you for a purpose. But for today to be a blessing to, to share your story, share your testimony with someone who's in the same place you were then now. So that you can be an assistant and tell them, Hey, I know what you're going through, I know where you've been, but look at me now.
1: Right. Right. And one thing I have to say about you, uh, Minister Janelle is that you um you're just by following you on Facebook and Twitter you know, you have a, a very positive impact on people that, you know, you, you, you come in contact with. And one of the things I want to show to the audience tonight is that how a person like yourself who, who's uh, a model, a, a, you know, a fashion model, an actress, and also a pastor's wife, how you, you have a dynamic relationship with God, you impact the world outside of church, and you still enjoy, have a fun life. And I just wanted to to know how is how is that possible? how how is that possible for a person to to do those things
2: um I'm just real you know and i guess that that's what it is i don't i don't you hear you hear a lot of christians or whatever say church folk I don't like church folk right i'm just i'm just real because I don't have time to be all staunchy and and righteous self righteous and you know think i'm better than anyone because I'm not you know, I'm. I have, you know, I have a three-year-old. He, you know, sometimes gets into everything and makes mommy pull her hair. But then there's other times that I just stand and look at him because he's singing at the top of his lungs, "How great is our God." So it's like, wow, this is this is awesome. And I just, you know, want to be able to share it, to share it with everyone and let them know. Although I'm a Christian, I'm sold out for Christ. Yes, I love him, but yet, you know, I do have a life not outside of him per se, but I, you know, do have other things going on, but everything all incorporates and is tied in It goes back to Christ. Does that make sense?
1: <laughs> that makes total sense. That's the point okay. of trying to drive home. But in keeping that same vein, do you ever have to deal with scrutiny from anyone because, you're, you know, you are a pastor's wife and you're also, you know, like I said, having a, a, a dynamic career you know, that that's not necessarily inside the church. Have has there any been been any misconceptions about you you know, what a pastor's wife should be?
2: Um, oh yeah, of course there has been. Um, you know, and even my um my spiritual mother, my um first lady, Pastor Monica Haskell, she talked. she kinda um, I guess started the I don't want to call it a revolution, but she started something next generation first lady. And, you know, as a, as the a next generation passes by, it's kind of like we're out of the whole. No disrespect to anyone, please, right here. Church hat, you know, the 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 suit sequence. No, I'm not disrespecting, but that's not who we are. Right. You know, where where the stilettos, where the jeans, where you know the the funky blazers. That's who we are. So we're, you know the next generation? So. There are some people, yes, who, you know, who have recognized, like, you're a happy wife, you know, you're you're a model, but I'm I'm showing people and I've told people that I had stepped back from modeling for a while because the things that were out there were not glorifying God. Right. And the things that I found, you know, I was like, okay, God is not going to get any glory from me. So I, you know, took a step back from that and, you know, focused on ministry and, um, but I'm tying it all in and showing that, you know what, I love God, I'm a pastor's wife, you know, preach, teach, pray, whatever, but I could still, you know, rock the runway, walk the runway for Jesus and, and be in front of the screen and just because I'm that next generation, that's what the next generation is about.
0: Right. Right.
1: So what are some tips you would have for somebody who may be uh, struggling with the fear of being misjudged because they don't fit you know accepted traditional uh, religious constraints mm,
0: good
2: um, just be confident in God, that God called you to, to be outside the box you know don't don't retaliate or fight back with whoever's you know judging you or, or saying you should be a certain way but just say you know what this is how God created me and this is who he created me to be and he created me to be different because God created us all different. We're all unique, and, and everything is, is where no one is the same. So someone who's my age, you know, kind of seem like we're identical, but we're not because she hasn't been through what I've gone through, and I haven't gone through what she's been through. So I would just say stand firm and know who you are in God and know that God called you for a purpose, and your purpose is to be out the box to be that next generation pastor's wife, that next generation, worship leader, whatever it is. But as long as you you know you, you follow protocol and, and stay respectful, you'll be alright. Just 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 don't give in to, to the to the to the judgments, the criticisms. Just, you know, take it to God and say, Hey God, you know what? I leave this in your hands and you know God's gonna work it out.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Praise God. <laughs> So with all that
1: said, you have something that you want to share with the audience about your new book.
2: Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's been like, okay, let me just say this, and this is going to be a word for somebody. When God tells you to do something, please be obedient and do it, okay? And <laughs> and don't procrastinate because you don't only hold up your blessing, but you hold up the blessings of other people. Right. But with that being said, you know, like maybe – I think it was. I don't even want to say how long because everyone is going to be mad at me. But it was a little, you know, some time ago. <laughs> I'll say it like that. <laughs> God told me to write a book, and and this was like you know when I was kind of you know new in Christ a little bit. But um, he was like, "You have a story." I was like, "I am not telling anybody my story," because <laughs> I had that fear that people would look at me a different way once they knew what I've been Right. So although it took some time for me to write the book, I kind of think it was good that I kind of procrastinated a little. People, I'm not advocating for procrastination,
0: okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm
2: just saying I think it was good that I, you know, because now I have the confidence and I'm able to say I was delivered from this and, right. and not be like, okay, who's going to look at me this? No, I can, you know, stand boldly and complain this, this and that. So I you know, I finally finished my book. Oh, hallelujah. I got the proof for it yesterday. Okay. So I'm reading over it, um, you know, making any, any changes or whatever that I need to it. And I'm gonna send it back. So, you know, the final printing to publish within two weeks and I'm just so excited, so excited. It was just like <gasps> That was like Christmas Day opening presents when I saw the envelope sitting on the on the doorstep. I was like, What book is here!" But um, it's it's basically it's um the name of it is called the stripping process, a time of infancy. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I know. When when God told me that, I was like, for real? I was like, oh, okay, God, you you up to something? And he what he said was he was like, I'm up to something because when people see it and when they see the cover they're gonna think one thing and they're gonna be like, Oh, word? And then when they get it in the open they're gonna be like, Wow I was like, Oh
0: god, you're you're very smart <laughs> <laughs> But
2: um, you know, it, it's, it's you know, about three major events in my life that, you know, had a true impact on um, one of the events of course, you know, had to do with modeling and just, you know, my struggles to get in the industry. Another one, um, is the battling with the eating disorder and myself, you know, my self esteem issues. And the other one was when I was 17, I was raped by someone who loved me, you know, who I thought loved me. So that kind of, you know, shifted how I felt about them and how I perceived love. So those, you know, three main things in my life, I, you know, God told me to share share them. So I put them down to paper.
1: Wow. And I, I know that when somebody, you know, reads this, this book, it's going to definitely, you know, have an impact on them because now you, you know, Since you fall in line what God wants, people's lives are gonna definitely be impacted. And we're thankful for that.
2: Praise God, praise God. I hope so. Even even if it's just one person who, you know, comes to me and says, Thank you so much, I'm I'm cool. Right. I'm cool. As long as one person is blessed, I'm you know, that's all that matters
1: to me. Wow. Well, we are look, I I can honestly tell you this. (laughs) We've been we've been truly blessed to have you on the show tonight.
0: What I want you to do
1: what I want you to do is before you go, I want you to do this. I always have guest do this. I want you to let the people know where they can find you, how they can get okay. in contact with you, but also give them a word of encouragement before you go. Okay.
2: okay. Um, all right, everyone. If you're on Twitter, you can follow me. Um, Twitter, my handle is Janelle, the model. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E, the model. You can um, also email me at ministerjanelle at com gmail.com, Um that's J E N T L L E. I'm sorry, my mind is just so racing right now. But um so that's that's how you can reach out to me. And I just want to um encourage you just to to be confident in who God calls you to be. If he calls you to be that person who's outside the box, radical, be confident, be radical, but stay within the parameters of God. Don't go off into the deep end. Just but but be confident in who you are. And who God
1: called you to be, and just continue to be obedient to Him, and just continue to be a blessing to, to others around you. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I can tell you this much: if nobody else got anything, I definitely did tonight. I'm, I'm, I, I've been taking notes.
2: Praise so, God! Praise God!
1: <laughs> so I wanted to tell you this: uh, we appreciate you. I'm looking forward to having you back.
2: Oh, wonderful! And wonderful.
1: We also want to let Pastor Thompson know we appreciate him for sharing you with us tonight.
2: I'll tell him thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we, we, like I said, we'll see you soon. And uh, again, I, I pray that you that this book gets in the hands of 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 people who need it, that, that really want it, they really need that breakthrough that that God has placed inside of you for them. I'm thanking God for for some some dynamic things happening with this with your career and whatever you put your hands to. I'm expecting to see it prosper.
2: Thank you. I receive it. I receive it. Amen.
1: So we will definitely we look forward to seeing you again soon. Yes, yes. And, Same here. And, again, like I said, thank you again, and we will um, we will definitely be a support. When does the book come out? Let us know when, the, when does that book come out.
2: Um, I will keep you posted on that, but this is, what, the 17th of July? Definitely by the end of July. Oh, wow. Yes.
1: I told you I gotta make it happen cause Yes, you, we're I've been looking, holding we're off
2: too long. To we're definitely looking forward to it. Thank you.
1: So, so people, that was our dynamic guest, uh, Janelle, Minister Janelle Thompson, and uh, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And again, support her 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 new book, "The Stripping Process." I, I know it's going to be a dynamic read. Um, and just like you can follow her, she's. Um, Janelle the model at uh, on Twitter so that's J E N E L L E the model on Twitter. Um, before I go, I want I want to share this with you. I am thoroughly blessed to do what it is I do. I am grateful. For each and every one of you, I'm grateful for the fact that people listen to this show live. I am thankful for the fact that people are are, you know, telling their friends about this show. Guess what? I am unable to do any of these things unless you come back, unless you listen to the show, unless you critique the show, unless you tell me what's going on, tell me what you need to hear, tell me some things you need me to research. Because I do this. This is a labor of love for you. I I love doing what I'm doing because I'm here for you. They said the greatest among you shall be your servant, and I enjoy this this service here. I enjoy this labor of love here. But I I need you to stay connected with me and let me know what we can do to improve this show. We're always looking for ways to improve this show because we want this thing to be fresh and and and, and exciting for you, and that you actually get something from it. This month on. You know, in the School of Architecture has been absolutely uh, wonderful for me. I've enjoyed every one of these shows, and I'm thankful that I've been getting positive feedback for it. So continue to give me feedback. Continue to let me know what it is we're doing that we can do better. And some of the things you may not want to see anymore, let me know. You know, I'm, I'm open to suggestions on that. So with that said, I want to thank our guest tonight, uh, Minister Janelle Thompson, again. Uh, I want to thank... Uh each and every one of you. I want to thank uh my marketing consultant, Tiff Miss Tiffany Padden, from your dreams by your Your Dreams by Design, LLC. Uh, I want to thank uh my dad is actually was on here tonight. He actually listened to the show. Uh my dad was here. I wanna thank my father. Um again, each and every one of you. And I would leave you with this. Actually, I want to, before I leave, I want to honor my pastor, my pastor, uh, Pastor Janata Lee, Lady Tiffany Lee, uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, uh, and Dr. Beverly Jackson. Um, and if there's anybody I forgot, please charge to my head, not to my heart. Um, I want to leave you with this. You know my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. God bless you.
0: Right there, God got me He's feeling, I'm Kobe I'm trying to get it out So run tail with a homie Reason mama sm-